Hey, people. I'm tired of saying hi, everybody. This is Downfall. <laughs> we play D&D. I can't think of any other cool ways to interrupt this thing. We should start off with, hello there, future co-conspirators. Or something. Yeah. Welcome to D&D crime. Downfall. Have you sharpened your daggers and shined your cloaks? Shined your cloaks? <laughs> uh, it's a shiny cloak. Like waxy? They're, sh- they're shiny collars. They're detachable collars. And, and washed your cloaks, shine. I guess? Like, a, like a Dracula or something? Do you have yeah. Dracula cloaks ready? Make sure that you're not near any responsible people. When the dwarf comes and murders you. Alright, what is the... What yep. is it? Last time the party went to a ball soiree thing and started schmoozing, got beat up a little bit. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, got a little no, bit the drunk. The party did not get beat up a little bit. Oh, well, maybe Part I don't of know. the party got partly beat up. <laughs> Cade got his butt whooped <laughs> for money. For 25 for, gold. I paid. I, Cade, Cade paid 25 gold to get beat up <laughs> instead of. Instead of completely, like, having his bones broken. I mean, we know he's into some sick stuff. He just likes the ladies. Which could make things really interesting later, now that, you know, he's in an exclusive thing. Yes, it could. Yep. Partially against his will. Have you given her high, your, your high school ring yet? <laughs> <laughs> do kids still do that? Or are they still going out? Or are they hooking up? Going steady isn't a thing. What, just Going I? steady. I said maybe Cade needs to go over to Madame Seska's. He could probably make some money there. <laughs> <laughs> if it ever comes to that, he will. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So that's what was going on. <clears throat> there are one or two other points of business here. Um, John, your character. Mm-hmm. So you've been schmoozing with uh, a couple people here and there. You know, people that you're sure, pretty sure have contacts to the guild. When um, one of the guests, it's like this little old... Elf lady, so she must be really old. Comes up and you know she's kind of hunched over a bit. She's little. That's interesting. Yeah, she's hunched over a bit, wearing a lot of jewelry. You know, comes up to you and says, "May I have a minute?" And my daughter. Okay. Christmas uh, elves. Yeah, sorry. Little old lady elf comes up. Did you just lose Josiah. Josiah, you there? Yeah, okay, okay, you just got super muted, like it was super quiet, so I was a little worried. Um, comes up to you and says, may I have a minute of your time, young man? Uh, I guess. <clears throat> she says, please come join me, and points to like, it's not a separate room, but it's a little alcove, kind of around the room. I follow her. You have a seat, you know, she offers up a selection of different alcohols. I check for traps. <laughs> How? I don't know. I just always like saying that. <laughs> it's it's like, okay. It's like my stealing pants off of people in bars. That's yes. You do that in real life, right? Yeah, of course I do. Uh, how do you check your traps anyway? Well, I'm wondering, like, physically, what are you doing? Oh, I just glance around. Oh, okay. And I look underneath my chair. Like, you don't even make a show of trying to hide it? You just literally, like... Yeah. Okay. You don't see anything under your chair. Okay. That doesn't really require a check, because you're literally just looking. Do you take any of the drinks proffered? Oh, yeah. Do you see literally nothing under your chair? Literally <laughs> nothing. Like, uh... That's disturbing. Like, never-ending story. <laughs> All right, yeah. I take a drink. Okay. Uh, don't she know, she like... takes a few sips and, and asks, How are you doing, young man? Uh, good. I think. That's an odd question to be asking. 
It's commonly asked, isn't it? I'm not sure. I guess. I don't talk to people that are uh, rich and wealthy very often. As well you shouldn't. Most of them are untrustworthy. Yeah, you're right. I'm untrustworthy too, although I'm certainly not rich. Well, that's good to know. I guess we should get down to business though, huh? What is this business that we're doing? You filled your contract. Good job. Oh, thanks. We would like to set up a bit more of a formal meeting. Since you already have tendrils around, we should probably just plug you into our network. It'll be more efficient and less time-consuming. I don't know. I have a pretty extensive network. It's not bad. But they're limited in where they can get. This is true. But we uh, eagerly wait giving you another contract, especially ones that can be done with as much flair as the first. <laughs> that was high profile and yet not traceable. Well, not traceable by most. We know. But that's our job. We're glad it's somebody's job. Yes. Well, we have a number of offers. If you'll meet at this address, and she pushes a little slip of paper across the, the table, meet there at, oh, shall we be dramatic and say midnight, three days hence? More of a twilight kind of person, but I could definitely go for midnight. <laughs> I don't like staying up to midnight myself. Let's say eight o'clock. Okay. Sounds good. I hope to see you there. Make sure you're not followed, of course. We'll have to kill anyone that's following you. I would murder them myself. She, you know, kind of gets up and, you know, picks up a stick to, like, hobble away and says, Enjoy the party, young man. Oh, thanks. And goes back into the crowd. Gee, Willikers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm never one for stereotypes. <laughs> I just wanted to make that as awkward as possible. Success, I guess. Success, I guess. Roll for awkwardness. You could have made it much more awkward. I know. I know I could have. I didn't want to go... That way with my awkwardness, though. You didn't want to start groping? Yeah, or a variety of other things that could have happened. <laughs> Knowing our group? Yeah, there's a lot of directions that could have made that horrible. I rolled a 20 for awkwardness. <laughs> this was when I was rolling up my character, and by which I mean me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so um, major business concluded there. Was there anything else major you guys wanted to tackle while you're here? Yes, I would like to try to make contact with either or both the House of Wilburyn or Willisa. Okay, what was the first one? Wilburyn, I believe, is the name. It's the Treasury House. Let me pull up Treasury then. Why do I not have a thing that's bringing up that word? That is really strange. The Treasury is not in the um, player's guide for downfall yes, either. Is. That is strange. Let me see if I have it on this document. I could have sworn it was uh, Wilburyn. That name doesn't quite sound right, but I'm not sure what it should be. Okay, maybe not then. Huh. That isn't coming up. I know I made someone the treasurer. That's really strange. And apparently... Oh, wait, there it is. There's the word treasurer. Elberin. 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 E-L-B-E-R-I-N. How's Elberin? Okay. Then mixing up Elberin and Willosa. Probably. So let me bring them up. Geronimo. Okay. Geronimo. <clears throat> um, after a bit of searching around, you find the um, the senator, which is actually uh, the woman of the family, Lady Julie uh, Jula Elberin. She's a human adult, and you know she's got a small crowd around her, people discussing things. It sounds pretty boring. You can, you're, you're guessing half of what they're saying is actually code for other things that are honestly <laughs> probably as equally boring. <laughs> and uh, you walk up and I guess just kind of stare. 
I walk up and wait for a break in conversation, and I introduce myself to Jula Elberin. Okay. She... Good afternoon, madam. My name is Hill, Cade Hill. You may have heard of my exploits in the dead run earlier this week. She, her personality is going to be the kind that's very analytical, fairly cold. Mm-hmm. Looks you kind of, you know, up and down and goes, yes, that was a very costly way of dealing with the threat. <laughs> that's certainly going to be a pain in the neck to try to write off into the city coffers. Thank you very much. Uh well, madam, I sincerely apologize. Um, might there be something I can do to make it up to you and to the uh, great city of Downfall? You're offering employment? I am, yes, offering employment. Hmm. I may be able to have one of my secretaries drum something up. Come by the Senate two days from now, and we'll see what we can get for you. At the moment, I can't think of much that I can have one halfling do, but I suppose there have been single individuals that have changed things. I look at her and I say, I do have certain talents that you may find useful. Duly noted. I'll have you talk to a secretary. Thank you. Thank you. Walk away. Better make a note. Are you no talents that can be helpful? Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. At this time, uh, the dwarf has slipped out because he's sick of this place, and no one notices that he's gone other than the fact that the awkwardness is suddenly gone. <laughs> okay. Uh, where did you slip out? Like the back? Did you just walk out the front door? Uh, I went out an upstairs window. Okay. Well, no, not upstairs. We're at a dwarf house. Uh, oh, yeah, so it would have been down. And do it. Yeah, so I guess you have to go up to the surface and out one of the main level doors. Yeah, I would have to. Like a side door or something, then? Probably, yeah, like a... a service, service entrance. entrance. Okay. All right, um, for the rest of you guys, so where are you going after that, anyway? I was going to go pickpocket in the park. Okay. <laughs> Pickpocketing in the park, yeah? All right. Make another note here for splitting the party. Thanks a lot. I try. Yeah. So the rest of you guys have schmoozed there for probably, I don't know, two hours or so when um, a lot of you guys kind of hear a change in the tone of conversation over by the front door. And glancing over there, you see what seems to be some kind of disturbance. I glance at the disturbance. Did you head over there? I mean, most of you guys are probably not right there. Oh, I gotta go a little closer. Okay. You're in a big Yeah, room. I'm on my... I'm going to head over. I'm going to wander. Going All right. As you guys uh, wander over there, you find Rupert Molag. And in front of him is... It looks like one of his lieutenants, right? A guy that just normally does a beat. Um, still wearing, like, his uniform. Looks very disheveled. The guy is very pale and pouring sweat. And... Let me make sure I do this right here. Uh, and you guys get there just in time to pretty much, you know, hear him say, I don't feel good, and he collapses. Mm. All right, about, medicine. You know, so a bunch of people kind of start talking, what's going on. I'm going to go down to him and use medicine to figure out what's going on. Okay. All drunk. Yes. Oh, boy. I you probably sobered up a little bit. By a now. little. It's been several hours. Oh, here. Yeah, oh, I'm on the table. sorry, I can't. I like the bouncing. I walk up to Rupert. <laughs> I motion. I walk up to Rupert. I motion to the... Uh, guard at the door, and when he comes over, I'll say, can I have my weapons, please? I'm on my way out. 
and look at Rupert and say, what's going on? Okay. Uh, you know, the guard says if you're leaving, he'll, he'll get them. Mm-hmm. Disappears. Molag looks at you guys and goes, he came in saying there was something drastically wrong, swayed for a while, and then what you just saw. He is cold and clammy and definitely sweaty as he's, like, you know, trying to kind of wipe his clothes a little bit. So he's sick. So it would seem. I'm not sure why he decided to come tell me, as this is going to cause headache. And at this point, Yanni, so yeah. you do a check? Yep, I did. It's a 25. That's pretty good. No, wait. It's not that good. It's a 19. Oh, no, 19? Wait. Yeah, 19. Okay. He's, he's running a fever. Uh... Looks like it's a pretty high one. Mm. It's probably all you can tell, I guess, at a glance, or at, you know, at the moment. Yeah. And he's unconscious. However, right at about that time, I'm gonna have all of you guys roll, or give me a dex check. Dex check, including me. No. Oh come on. Since you're not in the building, just checking. You said everybody. Yep. Not that it matters. Nine. Well, I'm gonna fail. How far away are you? Not very. Okay, so you came over as well? Yeah, I got an 8. Okay. 10. I rolled a 9. Awesome. Oh, you suck. That's great. I'm the only one that's got dexterity, I think. Alright. I have 5. My dexterity is 6. So as you guys watch, (laughs) and I'm going to do this technically correct because it's better, the lieutenant, just the lieutenant, not his clothes, not his weapons, nothing else, turns kind of insubstantial, like a ghost, and uh, you start to... Well, let's see, how would that work? I don't want to just... No, I'll do it. We'll go for it. His, you know, as he turns insubstantial, his weapons clatter and his clothes start to just kind of sink through him. So he's, you know, kind of ghostly at this point. Still definitely visible, but definitely... Insubstantial. Insubstantial. And at the same... Is that a spell that's being cast? uh, You'll be checking... Yes. Give me a... I don't remember what that is now. Arcana? Arcana? Intelligence. Intelligence. Ugh. Arctelligence? I mean, 3-5 was bloated with skills, but at least you could do things. Well, you can do things in this also. You just have to use your ability score. Yeah. Ooh. 18. Okay, you're not detecting any magic. Well... Not detecting any spells being actively cast. There's probably magic trinkets all over the place. But Okay, I was looking for spells being actively cast. Yeah, nothing being actively cast. So as he turns translucent, a whole bunch of... Tendrils is a good word, but they're going to move kind of with the speed and precision of beams. Burst out of the guy's location and lance through all of you guys, plus probably about 70 or 80% of the people in the room. <clears throat> beams like laser beams? Sort of. They, they move quickly, but they're made of like twisting black or purplish black smoke. Great. Lovely. So they lance through, you know, like they're kind of moving around almost like a chain lightning sort of thing. Like they'll go through a person and then do a bend and then through another and then through mm-hmm. another. You know, and it only takes maybe like a second to a second. Yeah, probably a, a second at most for them to go through the entire room. Mm-hmm. And panic! Hooray! Even for them? I don't know. For you guys? Would you panic at having a mysterious purple smoke come out of a dude? Yeah, the guy that turned insubstantial. As he turned insubstantial, there was kind of this explosion. Right. Of... I just didn't know if it was I'm gonna the figure black out... thing that was causing the panic. Slash. No, he's clearly a monster. Everyone's panicking because a purple thing just lands through all of them and 
Nobody knows what um, it is or what it does, but it doesn't look good. Did it go through us, or did it go into us and stop? Through. So it went through us and went out the other side. Where are they but still going? All the tendrils? Yeah, What do they end uh-huh. once they hit the last person in the room? Or Essentially, after they've all twisted around for about a second, they, they fade just like a normal smoke, you know, or vapor or what. They disappear. Oh, okay. So they're not, it's not like this big network of things is st- sitting there. pulsing? Yeah. No. It lances out and then All right, I'm going to look at this guy, see what the heck is oh, wrong wait. with him. Hold on. He's, is he magic? I'm going to use religion first, because that's how I think. Dear Paylor, what the heck? Dear Paylor, roll a 10. I've got a 10. That's not very good. A 10? Are you there, Paylor? It's me, Elias. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see, what are you going to get from that? He doesn't appear to be under any kind of curse. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's what you'd be able to tell. Okay. Paylor's favor does not seem to be withdrawn from him, as he is human, and you, I guess, would know so enough to be able to tell if there's still some kind of connection, no matter how small, between Paylor and all his okay. creation. You still see that. He, he does look like he was a human. Yes. Something weird has happened to him. Not that this is his... Real true form? Yes. This, this is, is my true form? Final form. <laughs> this isn't even my final form. Exactly. In what way are people panicking? Uh, probably several different ways, depending on who they are. Um, I would be guessing that a lot of the noble house lords would suddenly be gathering their, their retinue, and probably a good chunk of those retinue would have some kind of weapon. You know, maybe yours were taken, but maybe like the personal house guards for house whatever. You know, didn't have theirs taken, so there's probably weapons being drawn, not at anybody else. Everyone's just kind of, like, you know, looking around warily, like, what the heck was that? You know, there's some, like, women that are, like, starting to swoon because purple smoke just went through them. And right, there are upper-class ladies who... who never... Yes. Well, <laughs> Nobody's trying to, like, run and scream and escape sort of thing? There probably are some people moving in a hurry, but given everyone's dressed in, like, fine clothes that are probably kind of restrictive. Oh, <laughs> You've never worn fine clothes, have you? No, I have. I, I The ones I have are somewhat... What? What was that? That was... It's easy to move. Anyway, so I want the guy to bring back my weapons so I can make a scooch over to the uh, Yandala place of worship thingy. But no one knows. Is the dwarf stole everybody's weapons. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. So there's kind of a rush on the weapons counter now as everyone wants to get their weapons and the, the guard who was there has kind of just given up and people are just kind of rushing in grabbing their weapons and some of them are tossing weapons out to people they know and it hasn't turned into like riot type stuff yet because there's too many people around that know everybody. Mm. But they're definitely in the room is now this air of panic as to what just happened and what does it mean and are we going to die and... Are we going to murder each other? Etc. The only people that are... There's a handful of people who are standing around calmly. Who are they? Rupert Molag. Well, he's not standing, is he? I thought he fell over. No, different guy. No, the, it was his lieutenant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Molag is probably standing, just kind of looking down at the guy, you know, probably like running his hands through his hair, you know, like this with an expression of... I don't oh, know what crud. this is, but this is going to be a lot of paperwork. <laughs> you see uh, House Broda's leader. I think it was... Who did we even say that was? It was the dad, right? Yeah, there was a dad to it. You met the, the mm-hmm. son, the main son. You see him standing kind of in the back on a balcony, calmly sipping his drink. So wait, Broda was the place we broke into? Yeah. Oh. Okay, so and that's not a, a deal. That's a she. Was it a she? Was, I yes. knew there was a she. I just couldn't remember which one it was. That was that one. Okay. 
Um, yeah. And I knew I was going to remember that wrong. She is supposed to be um, playing dead as well. Yeah, she's not supposed to be there. Oh, yeah. I'm remembering the little details now. Okay, not Broda. <laughs> Lord Somebody Lord. needs a Dr. Watson. Yes, I do. <laughs> Watson? But does that make me Sherlock Holmes where I have to start shooting up cocaine then? <laughs> no. Only if the case calls for it. Excellent. <laughs> or if I'm between cases. All right, well, there's um, there's probably a handful of... Like, when it lands through people, you saw that it didn't hit everybody. Like I said, it was maybe only about 70%. Like some people were dodging it, or it yeah, looked like it was some people were dodging it, and some people just weren't hit. So you do see a number of people standing, you know, either standing around or calmly collecting themselves to leave uh, that probably weren't hit. And Molag looks calm, although he was definitely hit, since you guys were right there. Um, Can I walk up to the substantial guy closer? Sure. And he's, wait, is he standing on the ground still? He's... Just he's laying on the ground. Laying there. But he's still there and insubstantial. Yes. And at this point, his clothes have completely sunk through him and his stuff's just lying on the floor underneath his oh, that's you know, creepy. body. Oh, so he's naked. So he's yes, he is naked. naked? Yep. Um, I'm that's gonna... the awkward part, but if you're going to be incorporeal, you got to do it right. I'm going to roll Arcana now again. How about, can I do that check? Uh, yeah, let me list a few other names here of okay. people that are standing okay. and calmly. The Master at Arms uh, for the... Fighter's Guild is standing calmly, gathering stuff, you know, buckling on weapons that were presumably gained from the back room, you know, looking very serious about, okay, it's time to find out what the heck is going on and get out of here. The leader of the Mage's Guild is looking a little panicky, but probably not the, I just got whacked with magic panicky, more the, this is going to cause trouble and I don't know who's doing this, but this is powerful panicky. (laughs) And in fact, is probably wearing several talismans, so they didn't get hit. Hmm. And um, Lord Resonate is standing calmly while people move about. Mm-hmm. He's on an yeah, upper balcony. Did <laughs> we determine if he's a vampire or a dragon? You guys have, have made your assumptions. You still haven't we gone haven't to even him. asked anything. Yep, he's, oh. he's standing on an upper balcony, still sipping his drink. You know, looking very pensive as he's watching people below scurry and hurry. And there is also... Let's make sure I get the last one right here. Don't think you guys have done that one yet. Yes. There is a halfling senator that you have not met. Also, you know, standing around looking more thoughtful than panicky. Wolosa. No, Mary? I said one you haven't met. Mary, we haven't met Weathers. Weathers. That's true, I guess. You haven't met Willosa, but it's not. Mary? I the wanted one. to be Are Willosa, they the wine one? But you said no. Correct. Uh, you you probably would know them, I guess, at least by sight. Now, this would be Califax. Oh. That's, um... Wait, isn't that, uh... This is the not horse? Sword, um, Califax is not actually a senator at the moment. I thought Califax was, was Gandalf's horse. No, that's, no, that's Shadow Facts. Shadow Facts. Oh. This is the California version of <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, so those are the people pretty much that are standing around calmly. There's probably some others that are that are minor. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I guess there is one other set of people you see not panicking, and that would be um, the favorites. As they're here the as well. chosen. Which one are you? You guys are the, the chosen. Yeah, you're the chosen. the chosen. So the favorite are also here looking more. Not panicky. Mm. So I guess it's back to the question. Are you guys panicky or not? Kate is deeply concerned. 
Not panicky, but definitely like, hmm. I think I'm a little panicky, but I'm keeping it together right now. Devin screamed yet. I'm trying I'm to look not to people for help. Like, you got any ideas? You got any ideas? <laughs> Kate, Kate is gathering his stuff and going to be heading towards the temple of Yandala to get looked at. Sort of temple. Sort if of you temple. recall, since the halflings don't, yeah, don't really, really have the organized religion. It's more of just a house of healing. Isn't I think it? you yeah. dropped off the guy with the amulet that worked with him. That's, yeah, for, that's nowhere near here. No, that's like halfway across town. Why would you go there? It's far. I can heal Kid you. Kid has an awkward relationship with Yondal. There's the house of wailing. Just go there. That's That sounds nice. And the house of wailing is going to be uh, overcrowded in about half an hour. Yeah, that's the hospital. Yeah, exactly. Just go to the hospital. Well, it's called the House of Wailing for a reason. <laughs> Anyways, I got a 13 Arcana check to see what kind of magic spells on this Inviso Man. 13. Is that I know, enough? that's not that you good. You need to work on your rolling. I know. No, not <laughs> high enough. You can tell there's there's magic, obviously, because you're looking at a ghostly dude. Yeah. But that's... Just spat. Yeah. Purple tendrils. Purple tendrils. Um... Is this that's an anime not reference? what Arcana does, though. Arcana is knowledge about magic. Yeah. It's not. The, it's no, not yeah, it's not the same as detect. Like right. No, I wouldn't have been able to get no specifically what spell it was or anything. Yeah, this would have let you identify school or spell, and you you can't tell. Well, no, that one. That's what that is. It tells you school. So yeah, no, you're right. Anyways, it's magic. Oh, there's a super mage right here, right? And he doesn't seem freaked out. Maybe he knows what's going on. The mage's guild leader. Yeah. Who's probably, you know, gathering his stuff to go, but yeah, isn't panicking. Yeah, maybe I'll walk over to him and say, what's go? Do you know what's going on? Is there a large group of people streaming out of the house yet? Yes. Awesome. But you're still fairly far away, right? Because you're at the... And each of them is going to explode. I'm at the end crossing. That's a park, and it's going to be like... So I'm right next door. Reaction. I'm across the street. Where do I have the... There's a little green thing there, so I'm assuming that's a park. The Inn Crossing. That? Yeah. Yeah, that's just like a plaza, I'm guessing. Plaza park. Park thing. I'll grab it later if I need to, but I can't seem to find my thing about who the leader of the Mages Guild is. I've got it in here somewhere. Just annoying that it's not coming up. Alright. Alright, maybe I have it there with Archmage. There we go. Okay. Uh, it's an elderly human male. For the Mages Guild. Mm. So he's gathering his group in there. Walking out purposefully, but not panicky. What do the rest of you guys do? Hmm. Yeah, so I... I, um, I try to get with the rest of them and say, Yeah, let's go visit the House of Healing over in the Dead Run. All the way in the Dead Run? Yeah. How, I mean, every, everywhere else is going to be overcrowded here in about half an hour. What do you think? Do you think a curse has been placed on us? What time is it? I don't know what's been placed on us, but we should definitely probably seek some kind of treatment. Probably about 10 p.m. I was going to say, I supposed to meet at 8 p.m. though? Like several days hence. Oh, hence. Okay. So fairly quickly, the house empties, um, except for probably a few, you know, house guards who tell everyone, I'm sorry, but the party is over. You need to leave now. And Molag is still here, looking over the body, um, taking notes, but everybody else is being shooed out pretty effectively. So if I, like, poke him with my mace... The guy on the floor? Yeah. Do you actually attempt it? 
Yeah, I'm gonna try and like not move his hand a little with the thing. Unless somebody says don't, as I'm about to do it. I'm like make not trying to hide it and I'm not being quick about it. I guess right before you do it, Molag goes, Don't I'll actually go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I tap it. Hand goes right through him. Uh, so yeah, the mace goes through the hand. Uh, yeah. Everything goes through him. No interaction. Except the floor, because that's how it works. Yeah. It's always it's, well, it's because of energy conservation. Sure. <laughs> At least I had the clothes come off. That's um, it's different. Yeah, no, I want to talk to the mage. Excuse me, sir. So you walk up to the retinue and say that? Yeah. Yes. He kind of holds up a hand. I'm sure whatever you have to say is very important and probably related to this, but that's what I'm going to be going to work on here. So if you'll excuse me, there's some very panicky and pressing business to get to. And he just, he walks, you know, past you, kind of says over his shoulder to Molag, keep the body here, we're going to come back for it. All right. And Molag kind of gives a shrug, like, what else, how am, what am I going to do? <laughs> how are we going to move the body? Who said that? I'm sorry. The Mage's Guild leader, Tonrod. Oh. Yep. Do you, do you think we should stay here or leave? I have made my opinion on where we should go abundantly clear. That'll take us, like, an hour? Three hours? You said it's a day to get across the whole city at the height of busyness, and it's probably less busy right now, but still. It'll probably still take an hour. I'll call a cab. Yeah, with a cab you could get there in a couple of hours. <laughs> You're still inside. Oh, he's trying to whistle. That's what's happening. A little, yeah. Okay, yeah, this is Cade trying to do the fingers and mouth loud whistle. I'm gonna look around. So, <laughs> well, that could be loud. Let's go outside and wave one down. Can I see <laughs> the whole party from here? You, you're there. I'm not. No, he's inside. not there. I'm you're so not outside. out. You're not there. We went and, to the park. But um, Kai is waiting there. for something. Yeah, I'm there. Yeah. Then you guys are all there. House guards are trying to shoot you out. Where's the dwarf? I ask. I look around, I go, he must be okay if he ain't here. They're going to say that. There'll be your body like ditch somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Unless he's been turned insubstantial as well and we just can't see him. Well, you can see That would be awesome. No, it wouldn't. Yes, it would. We could use that. We could use that. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Wait, why Yondala? We could just go down to to um, the Cathedral of Paylor. How long do you think the wait is going to be at the Cathedral of Paylor? Not long. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I waved down a cab. I'm not waiting. You're outside now? <laughs> yeah. There, how many humans were at the party? Uh, about as much as anything else. The, the distribution of power in the city actually is pretty even between all the races. So uh, is the group all outside now? Yeah, I think you guys have stepped okay, up fine. into the cold night air. Well, well, head. As they're coming out, I am walking back towards the place. I'm like, "Hey, guys, what happened? Everyone's screaming." A guy exploded. <laughs> <laughs> Did I miss anything exciting? Oh, he turned invisible, and then bizarre magical things came out of him and touched everybody. Well, almost well, everybody. don't touch me. Well, I don't plan to. Okay. Unless you want me to. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. You want, you want to be part of this party? Not really. <laughs> okay. I'm waving down, waving for a cab. 
So there are a ton of coaches trying to leave right now, as can be expected. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's, I, I cross like uh, you know, get out to the main thoroughfare. Yeah, it, it's taking you guys a ways to you know hail a cab, and um, by the time one kind of rolls up for you guys, you know, you're climbing in, and then you see like you know the end of a cigar glowing, and Rupert Mo like jumps up into the the cab with you guys. <laughs> that is an awesome visual. Thank you for that. I tried. <laughs> Wait, the cigarette's blowing inside the cab or behind us? Uh, you guys are in an open air. It's like a carriage. Oh, okay. So, you know, like just in the darkness, you see the end of the cigar glow briefly as he probably takes a drag on it or something and hops up in with you guys. I look at the driver. I say, house of healing, house of healing, Yondala's house of healing, please. Driver, you know, clicks his tongue or whatever and tries to move the horse and it's slow because there's a lot of people in the way and you know, he just kind of says, sorry, sir, we'll get out of here eventually. Molag, you know, sits down across from you guys and looks at you and goes, you know, if this is some kind of disease or something, this is pretty much the worst case scenario as he looks around at all the people fleeing as fast as they can. Yeah. Yeah, well, are they all going to turn insubstantial and then explode later? And if they're one of the bunch of people, then those people are going to run out and then they'll explode and it'll cover the whole city really quick. Yeah. Which is probably why we want them to remain indoors. So well, what do you suggest, Mr. Molag, that we, what, make them all walk back indoors? I suggest, and he takes his cigar out of his mouth and kind of taps the ash, that I get a time machine, go back in time by about four hours, and surround the building with guards. That sounds like a great idea. Do you have such a device? No, I mean, there's sort of that one down the south of town that lets you see the Civil War, but that just lets you see it, so no good there. Could we use it to see what happened to your lieutenant? Just the Civil War from several hundred years ago. Unless we were planning before. And you guys probably would have heard of this memorial. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. I read about it. Yeah, which shows... I want to... You touch the crystal and it, you can kind of travel back, at least in mind, to when the Civil War was happening and walk around sort of as an memorial thing. But that was hundreds of years ago, so it doesn't do any good. And they were... They set it up hundreds of years ago? Like, you have to set it up at the time you want to travel back to? Yep, and then it kind of anchors that point in time. And even then, if you use it, you can only see. I mean, you can travel wherever you wish, but you can only see. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't interact, so it it wouldn't do you any good. But he says, but barring that idea... You could just order a quarantine on the whole city. Probably going to have to. High water's not going to be happy, but... uh, I really don't... Well, I guess if it was going to infect our enemies, I mean, we are at war with... Uh... Everybody. No, so not what? everybody. <laughs> so what, you want to pack everybody onto a giant, you know, carriage and send them to the front? Man, that would make my job a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think heading the direction you're going is probably the best. Especially since I didn't tell anybody, but the lieutenant's down from... Well, he's from the descent. He was guarding the top level. And if you guys recall, that's the prison hanging over the side of the chasm. Yeah. Filled with the nastiest of prisoners. Nasties. So you think he might have been affected there and it triggered here? If he was doing his job, that's where he came from. And uh, Directly? It seems like... Uh, right before, wait, right before the party? He was stationed there all night. Hmm. It's usually a disciplinary thing. That's what he gets for drinking on the job. But not this. Nobody should be getting this. Well, not unless they're drinking an awful lot of something that ain't alcohol on the job. <laughs> I don't even know what it would be. But I think you guys have the right of it. If we head down in that direction, there's probably answers down there. Okay. Oh, gods, I hope I don't catch this thing. Did you get hit by the beam? Given pretty much everybody who is within like the nearest 
you know, like the closer you are to it, the more densely those yeah, things yeah, were yeah. packed. So it was impossible to avoid if you were close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would have to roll like a 30, you know, to have dodged it yourself. So, yeah, he goes, yeah. So I guess uh, whatever it is, it's probably already affected me unless this isn't a disease and that wasn't a transmission or something. Honestly, I don't even know. I don't care. <laughs> Are you always this cynical? Until I get a promotion, probably. Aren't you as high up as you can go? No. He wants to get out of the dead room. I mean, I'm a commander, but there are higher. I could get a better post. The dead run's not the best. Unfortunately, I'm darn good at my job, so I'm probably going to stay there. Yeah, curse of confidence. Uh huh. And about this time, the the path starts to clear up, and then you guys start going through the city. Yeah. And make sure I have my details right here. Okay. All right. So the night grows deep as morning, you know, kind of starts to dawn. You guys make it over finally to the house wait, of Alyssa. Wait, wait, wait. It was like, it was like 10, 10 o'clock when we were leaving. So was it like 4 a.m.? Yeah. Now? Probably 4 or 5 in the morning, yeah. So it, it took us six bad. hours to get that far across the city? Yeah. It takes a full day to go all the way from end to end. Just because of. When- yeah, at the height of traffic time during the middle of the day. It's the middle of the night. Well, that's true. It's I mean, I was still kind of assuming there'd be a lot of business. You uh, said two hours. Yeah, okay. So it's like midnight. Midnight. We'll say midnight. Get I like to, it better. The House of Yondala. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I have to change the name of the deity because we're actually doing a hmm. deity thing. Um, approach the House of Yondala at about midnight. Carriage pulls up. You know, driver asks for his money. I give him his money. How much is it? One gold, five silver. Which is a little bit of highway robbery, but... Mm. Well, I did ask him to go into the dead run, so... Hmm. So you guys pull up, and the first thing you know notice is that the gate is closed, and it's usually not closed. Mm. All right. Uh, we should hop out of the cab and pay the fare, I guess. Was it horses pulling it, I'm guessing? Yep. Speed. Driver goes, yeah, turns around, leaves. Molag has stepped out with you guys. We go up to the gate, bang, bang, bang. A couple of minutes later, a, a very haggard-looking halfling scurries out and comes up and says, yes? Go, we've been... We don't know. Can we see a healer? You've been you don't know? Yeah, we've been we don't know. We've been affected by some sort of magic. Uh, okay, I would recommend the Mage's Guild? Um, this could... Yeah, the Mage's Guild is packed right now. And I'm guessing your... Uh, I'm guessing the kind of training that could be found here will be more useful than anything at the Mage's Guild. He runs a hand through his... You know, very bedraggled-looking hair and says... Does this involve purple smoke? Yes! Shut up! Oh. (laughs) Oh, gods. Where did you come from? We need to know. We came from the... uh, House of... House House so big. Yes, so big. House so big! He just, you know, kind of buries his head in his hands and goes, Oh, gods, that's like most of the way across the city. Look, we're kind of full up with ghosts or whatever. <laughs> it's 
If it's already made it as far as where you guys are, then I think the city's in trouble. Okay. Um, what's the? Uh, can you give us a rundown of how it progresses? And uh, it's kind of different for everyone, but it seems that you have maybe between two and three days. And then we would go unconscious and become ghosts. Yeah. And barf purple smoke stuff. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's woken up yet either. Uh, yeah, this is a problem. This is a problem, guys. It's is start- it? We started getting cases about an hour ago. An hour ago? Nope, oh, sorry. I forgot it took you two hours to travel. About four hours ago. Do you think it started? So it didn't in- even start with us. We might... We were thinking of heading to the figure out it, we, the descent. I'm still all drunk. <laughs> you would be. <laughs> With his con? Nah. Nah, good point. No. The, yeah, I, mean, I guess I'm panicked then. Yeah, we heard that the guy who had the. who was sick was last stationed at the descent. The halfling shrugs and goes, well, I. At that point, it's not my problem anymore. I mean, I'm sorry, but... But it's happening all over the dead run? It's happening, at least if you're the judge of it, pretty soon, everywhere. And I can't do anything for you, and our floor is full of ghosts, and we don't feel comfortable you putting ghosts them? on top of other ghosts. How did people move them? We haven't. So they're just lying wherever they fell? Yeah, it's kind of awkward. Oh. At first, we didn't even want to move around, but later we learned we can walk right through them, and it doesn't seem to do any harm. Wait, so they so. came in, they were feeling sick, they came in and fell over, or they're just all around the dead run? Well, I haven't been out in the dead run, but what you were saying for us, yes, they came in feeling sick, very sweaty, fell over. Purple smoke, ghosts. Did you get hit? Probably. I think I did. It's been a long night. Yeah, maybe we can track down the source, like the Ghost Zero. <laughs> yes, well, once again, good good luck about that. I'm going to see if there's still anything we can do. Uh, Commander Molag, and, you know, Rupert Molag looks up. If uh, uh, we find anything, can we send a runner to Mercy House? Is that where you're going to be? He just kind of shrugs his shoulder and goes... If I'm not there, I guess whatever info will get to me, so... Hmm. Anything you can do will be appreciated, citizen. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And he looks at you guys and goes, Honestly, at this point, I'm thinking it's probably going to be martial law within... Well, probably by morning. Probably by morning. Uh, Are we clear in that... If that is the case, are we clear to uh, navigate the city at will? Well... That's mostly going to become in the hands of the uh, army, what left, what little of them is left here in the city and not out fighting, but, yeah, my men can probably outweigh most of it, and I really don't want the army trying a coup or anything like they did, I'm trying to remember how many years back that was, a while. So, sure, wanted the city, you still have my tokens, right? Yep. Okay, well then, I am officially putting you on watch business to uh, find the cure to whatever the heck this purple thing is, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. If you find the answer, I'm getting a promotion, and so are you, I guess. Yeah. Promoted to what? Patrol officer? We're not anything. I'm willing to bet that by morning there's going to be some sort of decree issued that whoever can find the cure to whatever this is is probably going to gain a lot of favor with the Senate. A lot of favor, probably. 
I like favor. So if you do it, just give me some credit for... I want to write your <laughs> coattails a little bit if I can. Oh, we will drag you along. Good. I want to get out of the dead run. <laughs> so, do you think we should head to the descent? That's our only other clue. Yeah, that would be the place to go, and then try to backtrack it. Well, there's two possible things here. Either everyone in the descent has it, guards and prisoners alike, and there's nobody left, and everybody's just an unconscious ghost. Right. In which case it'll be quiet, and you'll have a quick trip. Or... Maybe someone there is actually the one that masterminded this thing, and it's just the guards that are out, and everybody else is working their way out of there. It's going to take them forever, but they may be able to get out. So if that's the case, yeah, you probably want to go now and fight your way down. Or there's something else going on completely, and that's just a red herring, and getting there is just going to waste be a waste of time. Ooh, I like red herring. They're delicious. But it's honestly up to you guys, however you want to proceed here. I don't know what this is or where it's coming from, and... If, guess if it kills us all, at least I'll have some peace and quiet. <laughs> it's putting a positive spin on things. Uh, I think the descent is the place to go. At least eliminate that as a possibility. Sweet. Okay. Rest of you guys are in agreement. Sounds good to me. Caius? Works for me. John, who's on his phone? I guess. <laughs> I mean, you weren't hit with the purple smoke, so... No, but I'll follow them. Okay. Yeah, if we all fall unconscious, we're going to need you to know where our dead bodies That's are. That's what I figure. I'm more of trying to keep tabs on you because, one, I don't trust also, you. Also, don't get hit by the smoke. smoke. Yeah. All right, well, that's a good stopping point for this session, though. So, next time, the party goes to prison. Hooray! Yay. I've been meaning to go there. <laughs> that's misleading. That wraps things up for today's episode of Downfall, our Dungeons & Dragons role-playing podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please consider giving us a five-star rating on iTunes, donating through PayPal on our website, supporting us on Patreon, or spreading the word to your friends. You can send us an email anytime at downfalldnd at gmail.com. We love hearing from fans and love hearing what you guys enjoyed about the show. Thanks for listening.